that would have need Jesus that would have need Jesus that would have need Jesus there is no Beloved, I welcome you to this uh, Friday morning. It's a great day indeed, the first Friday of the month of March. We give glory and praise to the Most High God. We want to appreciate Him for His faithfulness unto us all. And it is my prayer that the Lord who brought you and me thus far, He will take us through this month successfully, through the year, by the grace of God, that there will be no evil report concerning any of us in the mighty name of Jesus. And this morning, I join my faith with yours because I believe there is a burden that is in the heart of an average believer right now. It is resolving the crisis between Russia and Ukraine. And we pray this morning that the God of heaven in his infinite mercy, in his power, in his sovereignty, the Lord will step into this matter. The wastage of lives and properties, the demonstration of wickedness, callousness. Oh, this this brazen display of evil will cease. God will cause it to cease in the mighty name of Jesus. Ipalika Kotosa. I pray this morning that the Lord will arise in his hot jealousy. He will stop this madness, this evil. The Lord will step into it and cause it to cease. The wickedness of the wicked will come to an end. Putin will be put to shame. Putin will be put to shame. I pray God will put a hook in his nose and drag him back. Yes, God will terminate his aggression. This evil, this 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 display of wickedness, the God of heaven will terminate it in the name of Jesus. His evil intention. God will frustrate it. God will frustrate it. The Lord will arise. O Lord, do so speedily. In the name of Jesus, Lord God of heaven, we pray again for all our brethren who are there, all Christians who are there, foreigners who are there, indigents in the land, those who appear trapped, in the, in the land. We pray that they arise, secure them, secure their lives. 
preserve them, O God. O my Father, we pray that you will arise, deliver, O God, the souls of the innocent, frustrate the plans of the tyranny, Lord God of heaven, let mercy prevail, Lord, over your church in Ukraine, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for all your servants there, that God let it be well with everyone, in the name of Jesus. Help, O oh God, the president of Ukraine, help his family preserve their lives. Lord, I pray that this day will be a day of victory for Ukrainians in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. Please confirm this with signs and wonders following. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Please, brethren, let's continue to pray for Ukraine. Let's continue to pray <clears throat> that God Almighty will step into their affairs at this time. Beloved, war is fearful. The trauma of war last years, all right, it's, it's so difficult to balance for any nation. You know, very difficult. What they have built over the years for, for someone to just throw an arrow and everything is brought into ruins. You can imagine the schools that are being bombed, all right, civilian houses being bombed, you know, investment of years, the airport, the seaport, the oil, you know, depots, you know, being bombed. Beloved, this evil must stop. I want us to pray. Let's pray for them. Those who are there are trapped now. To pray will be very difficult. This is the time when intercessors need to rise. The church must pray. And I believe the Lord will hear us and he will deliver this nation in the name of Jesus. Now, um, we have been talking about the need for us to watch. And uh, yesterday, uh, we were looking at the issue of uh, being, uh, you know, being very careful about the prophetic I share with you on beware of the prophetic, all right? Be vigilant, all right? Uh, because the world has become so complex and complicated that the truth is, is, is falling in many places, just like the Bible says, that the truth has fallen. And uh, this morning... Uh, I want to share on uh, the need for repentance. The need for repentance. We saw yesterday that one of the major spiritual challenges in this end time is deception. The spirit of falsehood has taken hold of so many lives. It is going to be at work, both in the church and in the unbelieving world, in fact, it's already at work. It is a lying spirit that has invaded the society like never before. 
And, beloved, the spirit of falsehood, deception, lying, all right, is already uh, 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 enveloping the world all over. And do not forget that our pilot scripture uh, for our discussion was Second uh, Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, which says, This know also that in the last days, perilous time shall come. The translation, we read various translations. The translation says, It shall be very difficult to be a Christian. Now, um, to practice true Christianity in our days is, is, is becoming increasingly demanding. The lying spirit has affected the pulpits and the pews, the young and the old. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, in verses 12 and 13, it says, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Here, I can see two categories of people. Number one, those who are deceiving. Number two, those who are being deceived. And I guess that you most likely belong to one of these categories. That is, you might belong to the categories of people who are being deceived. And you can also belong to the category of people who are deceiving. Now, you could have been a victim of deception. Maybe a friend deceived you. A neighbor, a Christian brother, or a Christian sister deceived you. It could even have been a family member, your sibling, right? Uh, your cousin, uh, or somebody, a business partner, a fiancé, or fiance, your spouse, that is either your husband or your wife. It could be any of these and many more, you know, that deceived you. I want to ask you, how did you feel when you were deceived? Disappointed? Bitter? Wounded emotionally? How many times physically deprived of certain benefits? The effects can only be described by the victims. You probably will need to receive grace this morning to forgive and let go so that you can be free because, you know, unforgiveness puts a man in bondage. There are some of us who have been so injured by a friend, by somebody you trusted who betrayed you. And you have been so embittered in your spirit. I guess this morning you need to forgive. Alright? But of more concern to me is the second category of people, those who are deceiving others. We call such men liars. In our text, the Bible calls them evil men and seducers. When you lie, it is an indication that something is wrong with your heart. You know, in Psalm 78, verses 36 and verse 37, the Bible says, Nevertheless, they did flatter him with their mouth. 
and they lied unto him with their tongues. For their heart was not right with him, neither were they steadfast in his covenant. Alright, if a man is found to be lying, something is wrong with his heart. His heart is not right. In fact, some people lied against God because the Bible says here that their heart was not right with him. Number two, it's also an indication that you probably belong to the devil. I didn't say that. John chapter 8 verse 44. He said, you of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks, he speaketh a lie. He speaketh of his own for he is a liar and the father of it. Satan does not abide in the truth. It's not in his nature. You see, if a non-believer is lying, you shouldn't be surprised. Alright? That young man, that young lady, not born again, alright? He, he, he told a lie to you. And you are really surprised. I'm surprised that you are surprised. Because it's the nature of the kingdom of the devil. Alright? It's a place where there is falsehood. So when you find a believer telling lie, now it's a shock because we assume it does not belong to the kingdom of the devil. Alright? So it's an indication that an individual is actually of darkness. Number three is absolutely an indication of lack of the fear of God. Lack of the fear of God Acts chapter 5, in verses 3 and 4, Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled thy heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? While it remained, was it not thy own? And after it was sold, was it not thy own power? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thy heart? And thou hast lied not unto men, but unto God. Can you imagine that? If you are involved in any form of lying, this is a call from God for a genuine repentance, genuine one. There is no excuse, no explanation you can give that will justify your lying. You know, as a minister of God, I want to ask you, how truthful are you? You know, sometimes we are so far from God that we even lie in the name of the Lord. You remember in First Kings chapter 13, verse 18, the Bible says, He said unto him, that was the big prophet, the old prophet. You know, he said unto him, I'm a prophet also as thou art. And an angel spake unto me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with thee into thy house, that he may eat bread and drink water. The Bible said, But he lied unto him. Can you imagine the whole prophet? All right. Telling a lie in the name of the Lord. 
falsifying revelation. How far can a man go from God that brings you to this level? And it was from a man of God to another man of God. A spouse deceives his or her partner. Children lie to their parents. And sometimes parents lie to their children. Alright, I remember in Genesis 37. Genesis 37 from verse 23. You remember the case of the children of Jacob. Who came and they came with the blood-stained cloth of Joseph, their brother. And they told their dad that a wild beast has killed their brother. I can imagine they sobbing, sobbing and shedding crocodile tears, you know, indicating that they were really sorry for the demise of their brother. You know, they told Jacob that. And they saw their father weeping in their presence. And the Bible says in verse 34, it said, Jacob rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his loins and mourned for his son many days. And all his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that level of depravity? That level of wickedness? Beloved, this matter is a crucial challenge to our generation. Lying. Hear what Paul told Timothy in, in, in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. He said, Now the Spirit speaks expressly that in the later times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirit and doctrine of the devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. It's a manifestation of the Adamic nature. In fact, Paul told uh, Colossians, in chapter 3, verse 9, he said, Lie not one to another, seeing that you are put off the old man with his deeds. Hear me, sir. Hear me, my sister. Whatever level you find yourself lying this morning, you must repent. Don't forget in Revelation chapter 21, verse 8, that all liars shall have their path in the lake of fire, which burns with fire and brimstone. I challenge you to imbibe the spirit of truth because the Bible says in Psalm 51 verse 6, it's a God desire truth on the word path. It is impossible for God to lie. And children of God should desist from lying. I pray this morning that the spirit of genuine repentance will come upon us all. That there will be a turning away from lying. And all of us will embrace the spirit of truth. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Good morning. I'm your brother and friend. Sunday. Away. Have a nice day.